Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. And a good morning indeed in this segment focusing on electricity safety. And uh, we have Brian Jones, Head of Low Income Energy Services um, Unit e- online with us. Uh, good morning to you, Brian, and a warm welcome. Thank you. Good morning to you and to your listeners. Pleasures I was having you this morning. You know, our line here, our pickup line or our company's pay of line is my radio station, your radio station, our radio station. Tell us more about your pickup line um, at uh, the um, city of Cape Town or your servicing electricity services. Yes, uh, the section I work for um, is looking at alleviating energy poverty. And uh, our byline is be wise, be efficient, be fire safe. And I think that's absolutely amazing as well. It says so much just in three um, words uh, that one can do. So, um, in short, what is the angle of the interview that we have this morning with you, especially when we speak about, you know, um, safety tips um, in and around the home as well? Um, yeah, in, in a nutshell, um, safety largely has got to do with this. Um, it, and awareness comes firstly with education to understand what the risks are and what the advantages are and uh, and then um, with that education to be aware. Um, many, many fires and many energy-related accidents um, are, can be associated with people just not paying attention. Perhaps another way to say that is being negligent, but often it's just because of a lack of um, knowledge about the topic indeed so do you want to share a little bit of those um, you know safety tips and how to improve safety in and around the home yes probably thank you probably the most uh, the most important topic has got to do with open flames um, and that comes with cooking and heating and so um, one should never leave open flames unattended um, and they can be unattended if one falls asleep, if it's late at night and you're tired and you're cooking. Um, sometimes people fall asleep because they've drunk too much. And sometimes uh, it's because children um, are playing near those flames. And um, and many um, incidents of safety have happened uh, because of what children have got up to. Okay, so indeed, what are the majority, um, you know, what causes the majority of burn injuries? Well, for, unfortunately for children, most burn injuries are, are because of um, boiling water, uh, burns of, of kids, or otherwise uh, open flames. But a lot of boiling water, kids pulling uh, pots which are on the stove over towards themselves, like they don't know it's hot, and unfortunately they um, get really badly burnt quite often. Okay. What other interventions is the city doing to uh, mitigate the risk of fires and enhance safety? Well, the city um, is, oh, firstly, I, I think the biggest uh, aspect is that the city has uh, got this program of electrification, of um, providing electricity, grid electricity to people who haven't. Uh, a lot of fires are caused by alternative forms, energy like paraffin or open fires. 
Um, so that's probably the biggest intervention, but others are the city's running a program regarding um, awareness, um, just uh, to do with uh, the safety aspects of electricity, um, that it's dangerous to tamper with electricity, um, that damage cords should be replaced, uh, and so on. So um, there's an ed- and, and probably the easiest thing to do is to have an education campaign. Um, obviously, um, some people will never ever get electrified, unfortunately, because of the circumstances which are in where they're located. And uh, we are looking at safer forms of alternative energy. One of the safer forms uh, for people can make the choice uh, is uh, a solar-powered light or a battery-powered light rather than a candle because there are many accidents which are caused by candles. Most definitely. You know, we're looking at informal settlements, we're looking at ventilation, we're looking at these homes, uh, people, you know, build for them sometimes only one door, sometimes not even ventilation with, with a window it's one, um, you know, entrance and exit is, is the very same. And, and we're looking at, um, you know, uh, whether we, when you speak about um, safety and fires in, in, in these informal settlements, and one often thinks it only happens during the summer times, but do you think that, you know, um, there is really no season that there ain't any fires that include check fires? Yes, uh, and particularly winter when it's cold. Um, so people um, are you now using paraffin heaters to, to heat their spaces and so on, or just using their, their stoves. So um, often um, more fires are associated with winter because people are trying to keep warm. Sure. So what do, uh, in what ways can residents um, use to reduce the cost of electricity in their households? Yes, it's an entirely different subject, but perhaps the most important way people can save on electricity is to switch off uh, electrical devices when they don't need it. And then also, uh, particularly regarding the heating of water, um, whether you're boiling it uh, for for drinking something or whether you're heating it up for washing, is only to heat up the right amount of water. If you heat up any more water than you need, then you're wasting electricity. And the electricity, as we know, is becoming more and more expensive. That's so true, and I think there's some um, electricity coming on coming Wednesday. Um, and so repeat your question. Oh, yes, the, at the tariff changes at the end of, of um, June. So uh, it's a bit like uh, petrol price going up. Um, buy your electricity now uh, because the prices go up on the 1st of July. Brian, let's speak about, you know, and, and, and uh, um, I've... L- Read the heading, Head of Low Income Energy Service Unit. So when we speak yes. about the unit price per... Um, well, uh, trying to address energy poverty. Uh, energy poverty is widespread in sub-Saharan Africa, but many different aspects. Um, one particular aspect is accessibility. Uh, for instance, not having a good connection. Another aspect is, uh, is just the cost of it. And then the, another important leg is health and safety. And so my section is trying to address the broad um, spectrum of energy poverty, um, which includes all of those aspects. And as I mentioned, probably the most uh, readily doable is uh, an education campaign regarding um, safe and efficient choices. Okay. Brian, what impact does illegal connections, tampering, theft and vandalism have on uh, the uh, households? Yeah, it's got a, it's got a number of, of aspects. Um, obviously, one of them is that sometimes it, it results in exposed electrical conductors, and people can get shocked, which is uh, 
perhaps the biggest uh, effect and danger, but also it results in power outages. And uh, at nighttime, when you lose your street lighting, then crime increases, and it's very inconvenient for everybody. But the third factor, which people don't often realize, is that um, having to repair that electrical infrastructure takes money, and often that takes money away from um, it being spent on providing um, new electricity supply somewhere else on the system. Okay. Um, there's a question. Can I oppose that to you from a listener? Yes, you're welcome. It says the rental units has been upgraded in Hanover Park around 2009. After that, our electricity was not earthed. So when we use it, we shock and it's sparky. Other tenants have the same problem. What should they do and who should they contact there, Brian? Um, the, I would uh, call the, um, the electricity um, department. Um, the, the number, I'm looking it up, but uh, perhaps you could, if I don't find it, if you could post it. But uh, there is a, a, a number for, uh, to be called. Um, uh, you can call the uh, public emergency uh, um, center or... Uh, SMS, here's uh, an easy way to do it, and I've used this number on a few times, and it's been very effective for my own electricity supply. It's just SMS the problem to this number, 31220. That is an SMS. Yes, and, and just uh, say that uh, numerous people are getting shocks from their supply, and, and just give it a very specific location and a contact number. Okay, so when they do SMS, they need to give a, a contact number, or they're going to be doing yes. that from their cell phones. In any yeah, case, yeah, they'll get it in case and yeah, they will receive they, a reference. The, the location, yeah. Okay, will they receive a reference for the complaint as well? Um, they will get a, a reply SMS. Yes. Um, I think it comes with a reference number. Okay. So the other question, then, um, you know, we're on a lockdown level four as well. Will the services mm. still be as rapid as it was previously, or is it going to be slowing down? Uh, yeah, I think uh, service has, in, in, in every public sphere has been slowed down. I think for electricity, I don't work for electricity department, yes. I think they're doing a wonderful job. I think uh, perhaps a, the biggest effect is just cold fronts. When the winds take down low overhead uh, lines and so on, and flooding and, and so on, that it takes up a, a lot of time um, just to address the damage caused by cold fronts. Indeed. Uh, a bigger effect sure. uh, in, in response. Brian, then finally, um, should residents, um, you know, see um, this tampering happening or illegal connections, who do they contact? Yes, they can also contact that same number. Okay. Sure. Um, And and particularly SMS is nice if you don't have to sit on the line. Thank you so much. I I, I just personally had a great experience with that SMS. Maybe take an hour or two for them to get back, but they always do. Indeed. Brian, we say thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. Uh, Wealth information shared with you in such little time, but we're happy that we could speak to you. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, to our listeners, if you still need um, contact details, Brian gave you the SMS number, which is 31220. And um, I have quite a few numbers here that says for all services delivery, request queries and complaints, you can dial... um, 
1067 or you can call 086-010-3089 or you can email them and that is power at capetown.gov.za then there's also another sms that is 31373 your name the query or your problem the location your phone number and no more than 160 characters and you can click also on www.capetown.gov.za and then you go to service requests so these are all different options that you will be having and for homeless people the contact number is 080-087-2201 Land invasion is zero eight zero zero double two five double six nine. Only associate infrastructure has been built. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape.